0: Greetings fellow educators, it's Kayla Selinski here and welcome to Superintendent Transitions brought to you by Macbeth Academy, pioneers of equitable K-12 virtual education since 2016. If you're looking to upgrade your district with engaging, empowering and equitable 21st century strategies, this is the podcast for you. And as you listen to today's episode, We want you to think about your school and how you can use our podcast to jumpstart your district's 21st century education journey. There is always room for improvement. Superintendent Transitions is brought to you by Macbeth Academy, a fully accredited K-12 virtual academy. We partner with public school districts to help keep students enrolled and learning in their home district. To find out more information about partnerships, visit www.mcbethacademy.org. That's www.mcbethacademy.org. Welcome to the Superintendent Transitions Podcast. This is Episode 1 of Season 1. My name is Kayla Selinsky. I'm your host. Like you, I am many things. I am a podcast fanatic. I'm the mom of two little boys. They're five and two. And also like you, education leadership is my everyday life. As I mentioned, this is the very first episode of Superintendent Transitions, and it's all about you. It's about all of the education, personal and professional transitions that superintendents are going through right now, going into year two of the COVID pandemic. In season one, I'll bring you some insights into what's going on and what's challenging in public and private education nationally, and what actions we can take to make education even better. You'll hear from innovative superintendents, leaders in the field, and creative thinkers with a common goal to make education better for K-12 students. In this podcast, you're going to hear from me, Kayla Selinsky, who I am, what my team at Macbeth Academy does differently, and how we have adapted post-COVID. I hope a lot of things for you. I hope this podcast saves you a lot of time since time is your biggest asset. I hope this podcast shows you that you are not alone in these district and statewide struggles. And I hope that this podcast makes you think about how education is changing and how superintendents are changing right now along with it. As education leaders, we do know one thing. Virtual education is not going away. The question is, how do we figure out sustainable and long-range planning for virtual education? Here's how I'd like to introduce myself. I like to think in threes. So I'll go through my story in three sections. Who I am, what I do, and why I do what I do. Part one, who I am. My journey into education and education activism starts in 2006 when I graduated from high school. If you don't know me, I am an African-American woman. My mom is Jamaican and my dad is an African-American man from Hialeah. And Florida, South Florida, uh, Miami for those who don't know. I grew up very poor, and uh, by all accounts, I was definitely supposed to be a statistic. My mom was a single mom of four children, and we were latchkey kids. We don't, don't answer the door if someone knocks. Stay away from the windows. Don't let anyone know you're only 12 and taking care of your one-year-old, six-year-old, and seven-year-old siblings. Say you're 16. (laughs) Don't say you're 12. So we were definitely, um, my mom was Uh, She worked a lot. She worked so many jobs that I really didn't see her when I was growing up, and my dad wasn't home, and we'll talk about why. (laughs) I'm telling you all of this because I was like a lot of your students. We didn't have enough money for the extras, like extra phones or computers or internet. We didn't have a lot of extras such as extracurriculars or SAT or ACT tutoring. We just couldn't afford it. It was my job to take care of my siblings. That was my daily life as a kid. I was accepted into Stanford University in 2006. The only reason why I was able to attend such an elite university was that I was a Gates Millennium Scholar. It was a scholarship to provide four-year tuition to any school that you were accepted into wanted to go to, uh, sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They created a scholarship to level the playing field for thousands of children of color. Getting into college because of someone else's generosity creates a deep hand-up complex. And for me, a hand-up complex is when you turn around and you lift your hand to help others that were in the same position as you. My hand-up is to level the education playing field for students that were just like me, poor And without education, we're not able to, will not be able to get out of their situation. These days, people call that equity. How do we make sure that students are receiving equitable access to resources and support as other more affluent children? Now we're going to go into part two, what I do. In 2016, I was working for a company that partnered with Stanford University's Education Program for Gifted Youth, or EPGY. This company was amazing. We were able to provide virtual tutoring services for exceptional children all around the country and internationally. I was a creative writing tutor, and I felt like a fish in water. I realized that the kids were more engaged and excited to learn the lessons that were tailored to their interests. When the classes were smaller we were doing one-to-one and when the class was about them and their learning they thrived and i don't know if i mentioned this was a virtual program so i was teaching kids that were in japan i was teaching kids that were in california new jersey all over the country i was very happy when i was working with this virtual program because it allowed students to have small one-to-one class sessions so that they could get all of the tutors' attention. One staff meeting, we were told that the company was bought out by another big ed tech corporation, and that was it. I had a job on Tuesday, and I was fired on Thursday. Did I mention that I was nine months pregnant with my first child at the time? I needed to contribute to my family, and no one was hiring a woman who was about to give birth. So I started my own virtual academy. I called it Macbeth Academy. It is a K-12 nonprofit academy that would level the playing field for kids. It's a place where kids, students, can discover their interests. They can get direct tutoring support. They can get homework help. They can interact with leaders in their field. They can get mentors. They can learn things that they wouldn't have had access to learn through scholarships. Now we fast forward from 2016 to 2021. We are now a fully accredited, growing exponentially, and we are starting an international baccalaureate program to work with international students and districts. Part three, why I do what I do. Education is now in my blood. <laughs> I taught my siblings when we were at home under lock and key, I wanted to become a Spanish professor, so I taught Spanish classes to freshmen and sophomores in grad school. I taught reading and phonics. I tutored virtually. I started my own virtual school and helped it grow from two students to 200 students nationally and internationally. But why do I do what I do? It's that hand-up complex. I'm driven to help little 12-year-old me. I'm hoping to reach those kids who are at home with their siblings, wishing that they could escape that cycle, that cycle of poverty, that cycle of inequity, that cycle of feeling less than because you weren't born into a rich family. I want to be what Bill and Melinda Gates, that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation were to me and what Stanford University was to me. Why should you listen to this podcast? I know you're listening and you're felt the same way as me and thousands of other education leaders, especially during COVID. Let me know if this rings true. Being a superintendent is hard. It is a thankless job. Tough decisions stop with you. It's my goal to help make that transition a little easier. You are not alone. In fact, it's safe to say that superintendents are going through very similar transitions, changes, and stages of growth in this new technological world. It's my hope that with this podcast, with information, additional voices, and helpful advice, it's going to make that transition a little easier for you. Thank you so much for listening to episode one of Superintendent's Transitions. For more resources and to learn how you can partner with Macbeth Academy, please visit www.macbethacademy.org or email me at kayla.silinski at mcbethacademy.org. Be sure to subscribe to this show so you don't miss out on episode two, where I share what superintendents will get from this podcast and how we can help that transition with superintendent transitions. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Superintendent transitions. I'm hoping you learned something that you can immediately take to your district. As you know, I am the founder of Macbeth Academy, a nonprofit K 12 virtual school founded in 2016. We're partnering with school districts all across the United States and in two countries and counting. Wow! Districts are partnering with Macbeth Academy because our mission is to make virtual education equitable, engaging, and fun for all students. To learn more about partnering with Macbeth Academy, please visit our website, www.macbethacademy.org, www.macbethacademy.org. And to learn more about how you can partner with me, Kayla Solinsky, you can definitely visit www.kaylasolinsky.com. that's K-A-Y-L-A-S-O-L-I-N-S-K-Y.com, to request my virtual school readiness toolkit and definitely subscribe to this podcast. We are growing, we're learning. There's always something more to learn and bring to your district. We have so much more in store for you. Wonderful guests, useful information, and many, many great insights to come.